0: was quite a very short uh, brain application, I must say. They didn't expect it to take... it's so a brief, but what did we ha- hear from Tobani, uh you know, is him taking the court uh, through, uh, you know, where dandi comes from, and he did bring a witness to come and talk about Ndandi as a person and his role. And we did hear that he uh, was a breadwinner back home, and he took care of about uh, ten family members. And since his arrest in 2020, he has not been able to put food on the table as he remained in custody. Yet the trial is ongoing basically what he's saying is that he doesn't have any previous convictions. And uh, again, uh, that, you know, this trial has about 100 witnesses uh, from the state list, and this means that it's going to take long. While he remains in custody uh, and also the fact, uh, you know, that he brought that there's actually a company that has promised him a job. He did bring out a letter to say this is a letter from this company uh, to say that he will be employed when he comes out or if he gets the bill and basically saying that he is not a flight risk and must be released on bail for sale. He can only afford ten thousand rent. So that was uh, the gist of uh, a application, uh, which uh, took rather about uh, thirty uh, to forty minutes this morning, trying to convince the court to give him down the bail. The response from the state that they oppose bail. Well, the state is opposing bail and is currently busy over his arguments. And uh, you know, first brilliant to say that. Uh, Ndanzi is one of the people who were pointed out by Jumeno Maglana, who's currently on the stand in the better trial to say that he was one of the assailants who stomped into the house and attacked uh, the people in the house that led to the murder of Senzomeliwa and by virtue of that saying that the state needs to, you know, that the court needs to determine whether India it was true or not and he cannot get out while this is happening this open issue of confession he allegedly made two confessions that, you know, the state is in possession of, and they say that although he mentioned the first confession, he does not make mention of the second confession where he said that you know on those acid hours there was blood dripping, which is proof that he was assaulted. But with the state is saying that they do not take that version because he has not brought any proof uh, to show that indeed he was assaulted. There's no proof to show that there was not uh, somehow uh, during those assaults, and also mentioning the evidence of the two police officers, Sarjan Nisi as well as such etc., who came to you know testify and saying that the court needs to, to, you know, to determine his role and whether indeed he was the person uh, who was in that house on that night of the shooting. And that's where we'll leave it for the time being. Pumzile, please let us know if there are any further developments. Um, uh, that's Pumzile Mlangeni, our reporter out in Pretoria.